Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 1st, 2019. Happy Canada Day! Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So I was hoping the, uh, expecting the uh, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Yoshirai cage match to video to be up by now, but it isn't up yet. And it's very unusual. It usually is up by now, but... Uh, I'm still looking for it, and uh, I'm ex- still expecting it to, to be up. However, I do have, from Saturday night's UFC show in Minneapolis, uh, I have the match video for Amanda Rebus versus Emily Whitmire. This is at Strawweight. Okay, Emily trains at Extreme Couture in Las Vegas. She was in Tough 26, which was for um, flyweights. She is 2-0 since dropping to Strawweight, but the, her opponents were... Eh. Nothing special. Amanda is from Brazil. She was supposed to debut in 2017, but she tested positive for a banned substance, and it turned out to be a tainted supplement. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, she's... uh, It's something that that the UFC needs to do something about because we're starting to see uh, real problems even after fighters are cleared. Okay, as we see with Sean O'Malley recently. And um, it's something that the USADA and the UFC needs to address. And uh, I don't think they've really done it yet, but I think uh, what's happening is the USADA may be looking to uh, uh, have a, um, um, a list of approved uh, supplement brands or stuff like that. And, and we're also starting to see lawsuits against supplement companies for this kind of foolishness. You know, if you can't be trusted, pay, all right? Anyway, in the case of Amanda, her uh, uh, father, Marcelo Ribas, has been uh, training her since she was a child. So when her coach, Marcos Damata, uh, moved to American Top Team in Florida, they came with him. So, and her dad was in her corner. So she's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, so Amanda will want to go to the ground. And I just didn't think that Emily's striking would be good enough to hold her off. And uh, that really turned out to be the case. So most, for most of the first round, Amanda got Emily's back, and she attempted to get a standing choke. Now, normally you would see possibly, you know, the, you know, be able to dump the fighter off, but she wasn't able to shake her because she had a really good body lock on. She, she was on there for a while. Uh, finally, they went down to the mat. Emily was, towards the end of the round, able to reverse uh, everything, but did nothing with it. Uh, an upkick kind of, uh, you know, got her attention. And so I scored the round 10-9 for Amanda, and between rounds, Emily's corner told her to keep the fight standing. But it's like I said, she wasn't going to be able to do that. All right? Amanda is very aggressive. And she immediately, in round two, went for the clinch and then the takedown. And after some ground and pound, gave Amanda Emily's back. And that led to a rear naked choke and the finish. So I thought Amanda looked really, looked great. I mean, you know, obviously she has elite ground skills. And she also has charisma and a sense of humor. So in her her post-match interview, she says she has a black belt in BJJ and a white belt in English. Now, her manager, Alex Davis, was there, but he, she didn't need him to translate, so her, her English is actually pretty good. All right. Later on, Amanda said that she would like to fight on her mother's birthday, October 18th. 
certainly I liked what I saw from Amanda, but I'd like to see how she does against a decent striker like maybe uh, Yan Xiaonan or possibly Courtney Casey. Now, the UFC might want Yan for the China show in August, and uh, I should also mention that Felice Herrig, who I would normally suggest, is out with a knee injury. So Courtney is in the top 15. I think she should get a top 15 op opponent. So, you know, if you're wondering why I'm not mentioning certain other names, I'm not really looking for her to fight anybody too high up on the ladder yet. Okay, but, uh, you know, if she shows uh, that she can beat somebody like Courtney Casey, for example, then I think we've got to start talking about a top 10 opponent, and then you can take it from there. I, I could see uh, someone like this having a, a really quick rise in the rankings, simply because she seems to be pretty good, at least at... The ground game. Don't know about striking. Anyway, so video's up on my blog, so be sure to check it out. Again, I hope to have that cage match in the next day or so. Uh, I'm just surprised it's not up yet, I suppose. All right. Now, uh, there's a, the big UFC show on Saturday, of course, uh, UFC 239, featuring uh, Amanda Nunez versus Holly Holm. So definitely we'll be checking that out. All right, definitely be letting you know about that. And we have to see what happens with um, the, um, the uh, uh, Kabuki Warriors this week. Now, since they've won a title, gotten, a, gotten the opportunity for a title shot, we'll see where that goes. Apparently, Paige has been really pissed off with uh, WWE Creative, and she's trying to get them on TV more often. So we'll see how that goes. So she's, been, she's actually fighting for them. I mean, that's what she says she's doing. All right. So, uh, again, uh, check out that video at frankp316.blogspot.com. I've also reviewed all three of the concerts that I went to at the uh, Toronto Jazz Festival. So, uh, check that out. If you have any questions or comments, you can um, uh, leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcast, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.